Hey guys, it's me, Dr. Gatz. I had the best day today, and I want to tell you about it. So today was the book signing for my latest book called You Can't Make This Stuff Up, which is essentially, you know, 25 years of funnies and stories and anecdotes and experiences during all my years as an OBGYN thus far. All with no names included, you know, to protect the not-so-innocent. <laughs> but just, you know, there's some learning points in it, there's some life lessons in there, and there's some humor and hilarity and mayhem and the whole nine yards, right? So today was one of my book sales and signings. And my local hospital hosted it. That's Permedica Renault Regional. And I was sitting right outside the gift shop with my awesome staff sitting next to me. And we sold a bunch of books today. You know, um, some people came who had already bought books. And then, you know, some people bought some at the time. I think we sold like 20-some books already. I mean, it's not some astronomical number, but it's it's pretty awesome when people are just coming up, you know, out of the blue. And then also the ones that already know you and are interested enough in what you're doing and what you're about to go ahead and purchase your book. You know, and I feel good about the fact that um, every time somebody purchases one of my books, they're also helping people. Because I have designated portions of my proceeds for my first book, Okay, It's My Turn Now, to Leukemia and Lymphoma Society and uh, my local cancer support group. And then I am going to be designating portions of profits from You Can't Make This Stuff Up to NAMI, which is a organization that supports um, mental illness help and rehab. Both are, you know, categories of organizations that are very near and dear to my heart, of course. And just because both are things where you just can't possibly offer enough support. You know, there there is no limit to the amount of support and resources and help that are needed in both of those areas. And, you know, there are, they are um, areas that, of course, are important to me personally. From life experience, family experience, my own experience, etc. So today, you know, we sat there for about two hours outside the cafeteria at my hospital. People walk by, you know, some people, they give you the usual, what are you doing here? Stare. Even though we've got our sign up and we've got our books out and it says very clearly why we're there, Right. And then there were some people that came rushing up with their books that they had already bought, you know, and wanted to be signed. But each and every person that stopped by had a story. You know, I, um, some of them were just, you know, I just love your books. And, you know, saying things like, you know, I hate reading and I still read your books cover to cover. See, I love that. Because one of my goals as a writer is not really per se to turn out some epic tome, you know. It's actually to create conversational style books that mimic as if we were actually talking to each other face to face that are easy to read, a little bit bigger print, and that might even gauge a normally unwilling reader. Because if I could do anything to encourage reading, I am down. It just makes me sad now looking at the numbers of people that just don't care to read, can't sit down to do it, aren't interested, aren't invested. Because, see, reading 
you can you can go anywhere when you read. You know, you can imagine anything, you can learn anything, you can travel anywhere. There there are really no limits within those pages or within that Kindle or within that e-reader. So I just when I hear comments like that, like I don't like reading and I still read your book, oh that it just makes me feel so good, you know. Um so I got comments like that and then I had people come up with stories. Like there was a person that I hadn't seen in a long time, 85-year-old fierce woman who told me that she started following me, noticed me on Facebook or whatever, social media, you know, um, and as a result, she started reading my stuff and started listening to some of my talks and playing some of my videos, and it made her start asking questions about her own health, and dig a little deeper, and inquire more, and start advocating for herself, which are things that, you know, I'm always talking about. And as a result, she got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And somehow, this almost never happens, at an earlier stage, and she's doing fantastic. So the thought that I could even have a part of that or a part in that or a part helping make that happen, obviously it's not because of me. It's because of her own fortitude and advocating and whatnot. But what she said to me was that, you know, following my journey and listening to what I had to say kind of stimulated her in the process. I could not be more thrilled and blessed and grateful to hear such news. I mean, that's fantastic. We all know pancreatic cancer is a gigantic bummer to say the least. I mean, it's one of those things where you hear those words and you think, all right, I better start saying goodbye to that person right now. Well, that's not how we should think, but it's how we do think just because of its reputation. So to hear that and to see her in front of me looking so good and doing so well, (laughs) fantastic. You know, and then I had... um. You know, another older gentleman come up to me and he said he was a two-time cancer survivor, that he'd had prostate and colon cancer. And he was there with his wife right now because she was getting her hip done and whatnot. And he looked at me very seriously. You know, he had his little tiger's hat on and whatnot. And you could tell he liked to talk. And I love to listen, so that worked, right? And he starts telling me his story and his story about his cancers and telling me, how important it is to, you know, make journals and write down your legacy and leave something behind for people to be able to look at whenever they want or learn from whenever they want or remember whenever they want. And he went and he grabbed, you know, a couple copies of both books because he said something told him that that's exactly what I'm doing. And so he wanted to be a part of it. And he wanted to tell as many people as he could. And then he came back again another time or two afterwards just to talk some more. I I love it, you know. It's just to be able to bond with strangers and to make enough impact on people that they just feel like they they want to talk to you. They want to open up to you. That is just one of the greatest, I mean, rewards is the wrong word, but perks, I guess, of, of, of doing all this is helping people 
establishing connections, building bridges, getting people to talk who you may never have talked to before. You know, and then I actually had hospital employees come up, one of whom is also trying to be a writer and going through a publisher. It's kind of a similar process that I did, only um, this person was a nurse and he is writing a book of poetry. And so we talked about our mutual love of poetry and the fact that I write some poetry as well. And we got to talking, you know, for 20 minutes or so. And then he was interested enough that he bought some books too. I mean, it's it's great. And, of course, each book I signed personally, you know, with some particular address to whoever it was that was buying it because people need to know that they're special. You know, they're extending their hand to you. They're extending their thoughts to you. They're investing in you and what you're about. So you invest back. You return it, you know. Make it personal. Make sure you know how to spell their name. Make sure that you include something that's specific to them to let them know that you were paying attention and that you heard everything that they said and that it was important to you, just like it is to them. You know, and then things wound down after the first, you know, two hours. And I was sitting talking with the staff and we were having a good old time and it was time to time to be done, but I just found myself going, wow, I mean, that was just a great experience, you know, getting to talk about what I do, getting to talk about a book, having people come by and sharing stories, and the couple of people that came by that said how I'd helped them in some way. It was just, I don't know, it was just good. It just reminded me again of all the blessings that I have, you know. There's been a lot of crazy stuff that's gone on for me these past couple of years and gone on for my family these past couple of years, but... I think, you know, moments like this in particular are nice little, you know, universe reminders that, no, we're still doing good. We're, we're getting it done. You know, we're processing. Um, <laughs> it's just, we're doing good. So we're going to keep on going. Well, I just want to share that with you on this rainy, rainy, rainy Wednesday. And just to tell everybody to, you know, hang in there. There's good things coming. And pay attention when they come so you don't miss them. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.